Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Monday, February 18. That makes it President's Day. Welcome to Daily Walk. I do not get a day off today. Um, and I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm okay with that. I don't like days off. You know. That's good. That's like good. To, this happens to be... Don't the, know what to do with myself on a day off. <laughs> this happens to be the second day of the One Project Gathering in California. Mm. We've just experienced the first day yesterday, and uh, this is the second day now, and so it's wrapping things up right now, and it's been, uh, I can guarantee you that yeah, it would I'm have been a phenomenal, day, it which been is a phenomenal first day. Pretty um, sad. And uh, so really excited about that. Um, I'm really excited about today um, as we come to the, the close and of this entire new process that we're doing inside there. So uh, yeah, it's good. But let me pray for today. Um, oh, I'm Japheth de Oliveira. I remembered oh. my name. That's good. good. It's a good start. Good All right. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for wherever we're gathered uh, in different parts of the world. And uh, thank you for the opportunity to be able to reflect on this passage, as complex as, the, as it is um, and challenging as it is as well. We ask for uh, not only its application in our lives, but in our families and communities and those around us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And today we have the New Living Translation, the NLT. 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 20, subheading, Avoiding Sexual Sin. You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. You say, food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. This is true, though someday God will do away with both of them. But you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord, and the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise us from the dead by his power, just as he raised our Lord from the dead. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ? Should a man take his body, which is part of Christ, and join it to a prostitute? Never. And don't you realize that if a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? For the scriptures say the two are united into one. But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. And again, I think the (laughs) prostitute could be thinking, why don't we look at it from the prostitute's point of view? You know, when you join your body to that disgusting man's body, because the word disgusting is implied here in connection with the prostitute, then he becomes one body with you. Uh Gross, yuck, and that is part of Christ. Gross, disgusting, freak out. But no, we never get it from the prostitute's point of view. I'm just saying. Yes. Mm. Good defense. Good defense. Thank you. I thought so. So I noticed that uh, today um, that the heading for this text is uh, avoiding, and yesterday the heading for the text was flee. Flee. Now we're just avoiding. Now we're just avoiding sexual sin. But the we're just kind of walking around wearing a hoodie <laughs> yeah, with our like, head turned to the like side instead of closed. instead of running and <laughs> yeah, flailing and yeah. screaming. Yesterday we were like <clears throat> run away from. It. Today we're just kind of like oh it's there. Just avoid, avoid it. Avoid it. Put, put your <laughs> hand like, to your face. Kind of like yeah. you could see it. 
Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Touch, but don't do too much. All right, so there you go. All right, so here's the question for today. That's too funny. Um, if you feel sex is just a oh, if you feel sex is just a physical physical act, or is okay as long as it's consensual, why might you be resistive to Paul's understanding? Well, because well, you, yeah, you maybe wouldn't be quite so hysterical <laughs> as he. You know, you might be. Well, and you know. Again. I'm not going to say that I don't think that sex is, you know, an important thing or, or a meaningful thing. But one thing I do think is that, that I sometimes think that some of the pathology behind it is culturally and religiously constructed. That if you're constantly telling people that they have to be really psychologically messed up because of their sexual experiences, I think that's going to make them psychologically messed up. So perhaps the fact that we're always insisting that, you know, I've been told this since I was oh, yeah. I don't know, 12 or 13, that any kind of sex that you have outside of marriage is necessarily going to mess with your head and make you like a crazy person. I don't know. I kind of think, what's the point of telling people that? How about just see what happens? If you become crazy, if, if it's if going to make crazy, you crazy, <laughs> then you will. But it's quite possible that some people might not be overly negatively affected. I think, I think you know what because, I mean. There's, I there's a difference in how people react to things. I think it's because we haven't talked about it well. And well, no, I mean this is just and it's demented. Because, and because what we've done is we've just said don't don't have sex, right? And and so or it'll ruin your life in and, every way. And it's like, well, we, I mean, it could, but but we don't. But I mean, we we do talk about we do talk about people who are married and who have lost a lost somebody or who have been divorced and then remarried somebody else, and they are able to find a way to uh, continue and have a healthy marriage and be right. fine, right? Yes. And so it, it's it is possible to be able to move on uh the difficulty is that the the way that we talk we have taught it in the past is that it's just a kind of like it's a no-go zone and uh and so it becomes this kind of like taboo subject and it's not it's not addressed properly and so i think there's there's a um a lack of respect and understanding with it and the, the problem is that it has become uh it has become for many many centuries for millennia actually it has been i mean even in paul's time it was that way as well it hasn't changed uh, yeah. Even in the time of uh, even in the time of Jacob uh, and Abraham and in back in the you know First Testament period the, inside there, sex was always this way. And I think this is the this is the classic um, stories that you have in the First Testament of where what is it Absalom where he um, when he takes over his father's empire David the first thing he does is he just goes and sleeps with all of David's uh, wives on the top of the, the palace, which is exactly the same location where David had taken Bathsheba. So there's, hmm. there's this sexual kind of like uh, problem that people have back then that has just lingered all the way through. And it's always this way. I mean, look at Solomon. I mean, how many, a thousand concubines and wives? And, and the truth is that uh, everybody wanted to be part of the line of Solomon. They wanted the glory and honor of Solomon. And so sexual power, uh, sexual prowess has always been a major problem. Hmm. Sexual but identity. I mean, but is it a major problem? Well, it, it, is, it is if your identity is that. Yeah, well, I, I was just thinking, you know, while we're talking about this, that I think that it's important as a person to recognize that you have the power of choice in what you do well, and that you should do things that are consistent with your beliefs and your values and that when you don't do that, when you betray yeah. your beliefs and your values, that does harm you in some way. 
But you have to figure out what those beliefs and values are and exactly how to be consistent with those. Um, Well, and I think that's why Paul is actually giving some counsel here to help people make some decision about this because they were so decadent and so out of control. Um, And it was connected to cult worship. Um, and uh, Okay, and so how, how is it that you know that? You must have read a yeah, I have read commentary it. or something mm-hmm, on it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. not something that I could intuit just from reading No, not this. necessarily, but, but, you know, free of charge, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, I mean, that's your job. <laughs> no, so. but, it, you know, I think, I think that's, a, that's actually part of the context of what he's addressing this idea. I mean, the book of the letters of First Corinthians and Second Corinthians are dealing with lots of difficult uh, subjects um, and they seem to it seems like he's just bouncing from one hot potato to another hot potato but the context of what he's dealing with is just a, a very complicated uh, church situation so well um, I think that there is there are tensions inside here and there is a, a really strong hookup culture that exists that, you know what is it the they call it the the, the swipe left swipe right and kind of idea oh those apps like uh, tinder yeah and so Oh, really? And so, yeah. <laughs> and so, the, the thing is that there is a there is a a disconnect, right? That that has taken place. That's just kind of accelerated, and and people, um, the studies are still showing that people are looking for something that's actually longer and more meaningful, rather than just a hookup. And mm-hmm. they actually don't even know how to ask each other out. They don't know how to connect. They don't know how to talk to each other. So there is a, a social breakdown that's still taking place. But it's deeper than that. So let me um, repeat the question again. Uh, if you feel sex is just a physical act, or is it okay as long as it's consensual, why might you be resistive to Paul's understanding? Think about that. Complex. Talk to your friends about it. Live love. And hey, thanks again tomorrow. for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.